Baden. How are you? Where are you? I'm good, thank you. And I'm in our little flat here in North London. Welcome to the How Are You? Where Are You? podcast, where we aim to take you on an audio adventure as we figure out how to survive cycling out in the big wide world. I'm Baden, and this is Shelley. So around a year ago, we decided to wind up our life in London and return to the motherland, Aotearoa, New Zealand. Uh, we wanted to try and see a little bit of the world by bike along the way. Our trip will take us from our little flat here in North London over the sea to Netherlands and down through Europe to Portugal. We'll then hop over to Cuba, then on to Mexico before peddling our way through Central and South America. We're going to try to bring you some stories and sounds from the saddle. <laughs> This is our first podcast, so we thought it would make sense to talk a little bit about why we decided to do this trip. And I'm looking at you, Baden. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's this pressure on... Is it my fault when it goes wrong, I guess, isn't it? No, no, but I mean, it, it was it definitely was your idea. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, we were looking at... Well, we kind of... There was always a realisation that we would leave London, right? Yeah. And... Yeah, I don't want to just go out to Heathrow and jump on Air New Zealand number one or whatever it is to fly straight back to Auckland. Um, and I just happen to like cycling. And so I don't know. And to be fair, as soon as I sort of came up with the idea, let's cycle back to New Zealand, um, you seem pretty up for it straight away because yeah. oh, it's an adventure, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a good opportunity to do some travel. Um, and it always makes sense, you know, when you hear about people leaving one country and going to another. You're not working, the time is right, you may as well make the most of it. So, yeah. Um, I'm up for it. Well, we're doing it. so And we're both in it equally. So I'm not going to be blaming you <laughs> if things go wrong, don't worry. Um, but, I mean, I guess another thing to talk about is the fact that the podcast is called How Are You? Where Are You? Again, this was <laughs> your idea. Yeah, well, How Are You? Where Are You? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit silly where it came from, really. But I used to grow up listening on a Sunday morning to the sports news on News Talk ZB. I think it was Sports World with PJ Montgomery, the yachting commentator. And every uh, Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, you'd hear all about the rugby from the night before. And uh, PJ used to often do these interviews with those guys that did the Volvo Round the World oh, yacht yeah. race. They used to be quite big. Well, I, I think they still do it, but it used to be quite big when I was probably in my teens. It's probably when I probably remember it the most. You know, some of those great sailors like you know, Grant Dalton and <laughs> yeah, some of the greats. Some some of those greats. <laughs> <laughs> some of those very memorable greats. And um, but often PJ would be doing these interviews with them out in the middle of the uh, uh, you know Southern Ocean or something. And they'll be on a satellite phone, which was probably quite new technology back then. And PJ would always say, Grant Dalton, how are you? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah. And I remember when I ended up like working, not, not kind of with PJ, when I was a sports journal at ZB in Auckland. And um, yeah, we used to always like take the piss out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of, I think but it, it kind of works purposes. out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the idea is this, this is kind of meant to be a podcast home to our mums, really, mm -hmm. um, and to try and, 
you know, reassure them that, yeah, we're, we're, we're okay. It's for people who care how we are and where we are. <laughs> and maybe the fine listeners on the podcast will soon, you know. Start to care. Yeah. You know, download it on the iTunes or whatever or SoundCloud and then go, oh, oh I wonder what the answer to the question is. How, how will they be? Where will they be? <laughs> Well, yeah, I think people might, might well have cause for concern considering the level of ability that we both have when it comes to actually surviving out in the wilds uh, on the back of a bike. We're both, we're both self-confessed city people. Yeah. Okay, you did. You do have some farm experience. <laughs> well, both my parents were brought up on farms, but one thing that um, you know, living in London, it's it's been we've been here for well, it'll be seven years by the time we go, right? Because mm. we arrived in April in two thousand and eight, mm. and yeah, one of the um, you're you're so trapped in in the city and whenever you get out into the countryside and i remember the first time that we sort of really properly properly noticed it when we went down to uh christchurch in the south coast that's right yeah and we got off the train we're like whoa countryside mm. oh the air smells so fresh mm. and ever since i started cycling i've sort of you know after a hard week's work working in an office um, <laughs> I would crave like getting out into the countryside and breathing country air and sort of you know, getting out amongst it mm. and um, but that's really where it stops yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know like yeah. th there's no other sort of skills or ability or sort of bare grills like Most characteristics or whatever it is yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be a cold day in hell before I drink my pee <laughs> Were you a scout though as a child? Do you have a knot tying skills or anything? Yeah, but I was a pretty crap scout. Yeah. Um, uh, nothing really came away. Yeah. <laughs> came away with me, you know. I yeah. didn't really make the most of it. No. Well, I mean, I uh, even just the little, you know, the few things that we have been doing. Um, you know, we bought a, a stove uh, with a little fuel bottle, and even that felt a bit intrepid in the front garden trying to get that to go. So. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to have to use all of our problem-solving skills on this trip, um, and we're going to learn a lot, which is great. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the camping side of it, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Oh, um, yeah. We, you know, we've done a wee bit of it this year. We, um, we've camped out a few nights under the stars, and we haven't done much wild camping yet, though. I think that that's the thing. Yeah. Um, which I'm a little bit nervous about because you know when you, we've read so many blogs about people doing this these sorts of adventures and there are so many of them we are not unique mm. and um there are so many people who have treaded this path we're just another people on but everyone everyone talks about you no know, oh wild camp yeah we just pulled over here wild camp uh, something i still don't really get yeah, you know same. like I, I don't get how you find the spot yeah um yeah how you avoid getting any trouble or yeah um, well, I mean, you know, this is these are all things we're going to learn. But I think um, the the funny thing is that if people know, you know, people that we know, they know that we we don't have these abilities. We are pure city people, and so when we tell them that we're going travelling, people are first of all initially quite jealous about the idea of oh, you know, off, um, you know, just gallivanting around for a year. Then when you mention the bike and the tent, I've found that generally that changes everything. People aren't so jealous. People are kind of horrified. <laughs> <laughs> and they just instantly look like tired. 
on your behalf. <laughs> yeah, people do think it's going to be very tiring. Um, but, you know, when we worked out, well, we, we've had to sort of telegraph or pre-plan our trip down to Portugal because we've got a bit of a deadline to meet. We need to get there by June 19th or something. So mm-hmm. oh, that's all already all measured out on the map. And when we measure out how many Ks, you know, over the time that we have, what did it average out at? Like 50, 60 K a day. Yeah, yeah. Which is not mm. massively hard. That's a sort of, and you know, we've got eight hours, 10 hours of sunlight to do it in. It's not massively taxing. Uh, yeah, this is the thing. It doesn't need to be a physical adventure. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think what's, what will happen is that we sort of, you know, hopefully, you know, the podcast can also show that this is something anyone can do. And if we're having a good time, <laughs> people might think, oh, yeah, I'll, let's go cycle touring. Um, that's how, and that's how we've sort of been encouraged to do it. You know, the, all these people who have blogged and, you know, gone, all these cycle, brave cycle tourists who have gone before us, they've all, um, you know, emphasize that it's really something anyone can do. So I guess we've just got to believe them, right? Okay, so just getting down to kind of brass tacks, we've got four weeks to go. Um, We've got quite a long list of things to do still. Yeah. And um, we're starting to come to the the sharp end of things. It's all getting quite real. Um, I think really the way that we've divided it up is that I'm doing all of the boring things and you're doing a lot of the fun things relating to buying all of the gadgets and working on the bikes. Yeah, but Shelley, admin, no, this is your passion. <laughs> you know, this is this is the sort of thing that you're passionate about, you know, finding out from the Royal Mail how to redirect oh, our yeah. mail, yeah. Um, how to really close off that power bill in a nice, effective way. Just just leave the, uh, you know, the boring stuff like pumping up the tires to me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I do like my spreadsheets, I'll admit. Um... Oh, yeah, this is the thing. I see Shelley's spreadsheets. I'm like, yeah, yeah, honey, yeah, th- th- these are helpful. <laughs> you just put another, put in another spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, no, they are, they are good. You need them. Well, you know, I've done some project management, so I'm bringing it into my personal life. Yeah. Um, but I, I just feel like that list of things to do isn't getting any shorter. Yeah, but the thing is that we've only got a limited amount of space to put all the stuff that we're buying into. I know, but it's not just about things that we're buying. It's um, all of the things you have to think of when you leave a country, all of the thing, you know, all of the kind of almost bureaucratic things, you know, we need to get that Cuba visa, we've got to renew our passports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, luckily we just twigged that we, you needed all those vaccinations in time so you've got rabies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been shot up with uh, yellow fever, hep B and rabies, so bring on those dog bites and dirty needles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, we, um, luckily, we were onto it with uh, the first aid, so we've just today completed our first aid course. What did you think? You liked it, right? Yeah, I, I liked it, but I was also, like, massively surprised. Um, CPR, when you see CPR done on the news, well, on TV and stuff, they're all, they're, you have to do the whole mouth-to-mouth thing, but mouth-to-mouth is not the done thing anymore. That was my big takeaway from today. So, basically, if you see someone passed out in the street, just... Pump their chest. Yeah, yeah, that was quite surprising. I think the the big one for me was um, the knowledge now that cling film or glad wrap 
is, was actually designed specifically for burns and then as a spin-off was you know used in kitchens for keeping food fresh I find that really crazy so now we have to somehow take some cling film with us because I'm convinced that if one of us suffers from a burn this is the this is the most important thing to put on it mm. um, well it's like the iPhone isn't it you know it was, iPhone was invented to detonate nuclear weapons or something wasn't it and now <laughs> what was that? now it's just been you <laughs> Did not know is that true that's not true i mean it could be true it could be true but i was just trying to think of something that's in the sort of military industrial complex and loads like, of things are created there yeah. that then make their way into civilian use. nothing came up so i just had to make up a lie well, straight off the yeah trip. um I, the other thing that i did which as part of the prep which i know you didn't do was a self-defense course which was quite good fun so a bunch of um, girls josie sarah tracy some of my friends went along I actually bought them the course as a Christmas gift. Um, it was also another way to get people to come with me to do it. And it was really good. It was cool. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to be fine and I won't need it, but at least it gives you a bit of confidence and it was done in a fun way. So, mm. And we learned how to maintain our bikes. Yeah. I mean, don't come asking uh, me for any sort of bike mechanic work. Um, it's like every, every little <sighs> job that you have to do on the bike seems to take us about four times longer than a normal person. Yeah. Well, it's the thing. I was down at Bike Kitchen where we got it all done. Well, where we sort of went and learned and we built up Shelley's bike mm. at the Bike Kitchen. Love the Bike Kitchen. Yeah. It's it such a brilliant place. But yeah, I went there for sort of a singly simple job of changing my drive chain and when I went to sort of pay up, oh, Baden, you've been here for four and a half hours. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh... That's okay. We're, we're just going to do a lot of learning on the road. We'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Well, I guess we're trying to make some sort of regular features, right? You know, yeah. Yep. Um, little catchphrases. You know, people go, oh, yeah, hey, we're podcast. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they're in praise of this week. So, in praise <laughs> of, that's one of the things that uh, we thought we would. Um, sort of talk about and what was the idea you had for this week Charlotte? Um, so for me this week I've been um, grappling with how we're going to manage our finances while we're on the road um, along with um, where I'm putting everything in various panniers um, along with what vaccines Baden needed so for all that stuff I've been uh, referring to the Travelling 2 website which is a really comprehensive resource for cycle touring these lovely couple have been cycling all around the place all around the world and they've put so much effort into this website it's got loads of information and it's just been super useful so yeah that's my go-to and i'm in praise of traveling too this this month andrew and friedel isn't it yeah those guys are total legends i know and you know now they've got a little kid and so they are they still cycle tour but with a little trailer for Aww, their little kid and cute. yeah um I think they're probably the resource for every cycle tourist mm. around. I mean, if you put cycle touring into Google, I think their website comes up. One um, yeah, I wouldn't thing. be surprised. But We've got it, a link on our blog as well. So oh, cool. And in the sort of last year, there have been so many websites that we've sort of poured over for sort of any bit of advice we can get. And mm. I think that's a. I think that's what everyone does, isn't it? You uh, have your certain gurus. These gurus don't know that you. You're sort of respect them so yeah. much and sort of like going through all their stuff in a fine tooth comb but mm. it really gives you confidence that you know you can do it mm. what about you what are you in praise of oh well can i be in praise of that as well oh sure yes yeah, <laughs> or maybe i'll be in praise of you no know, 
No, all the other great you know, cycle touring websites. The other one that I really like is Tom's Bike Trip, Tom Allen. He um, wrote this book about, or a little PDF on, um, um, what was it called? Essentials of Cycle Touring. You know, that helped us sort of pick a lot of our gear or gave us a lot yeah, of things to right. think about with yeah. what gear we were going to take on the trip. And, um, and just he writes really well as well. It just kind of makes you passionate and enthusiastic about going cycle touring. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, dudes like that have just been so helpful. And, yeah. Well, they yeah. just make it accessible. It just breaks it down into small chunks and, and then you feel like it's achievable rather than because it can feel quite overwhelming and daunting, the idea of putting some stuff into a bag and then cycling and being homeless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I like how their pretense is just like, just go cycle touring. Mm. And I don't know, you know, for me, it's not as simple as I that. Think we're, but I think we're probably overthinking, overplanning and overpurchasing at this point. But Yeah, but, it's, it's, but at least knowing that essentially you just go cycle touring, that is that kind of puts a limit on what you do. Yeah. Um, you know, so you don't go super crazy. Mm. Um, we have probably gone super crazy and I think everyone sort of does but yeah if you just sort of keep that in the back of your mind that you actually don't need all this shit and <laughs> people do um, you know a lot of people write about the stuff that they sent home mm. <laughs> you know, the things that they took and they've just basically been carrying as dead weights around in their panniers and up and down hills and, um, we'll be no different yeah, <laughs> well, that's our podcast. Thanks very much for listening. It was the first, so we'd love to know how you are, where you are, and what you think. You can email us, you at gmail.com, or you can check out our blog, howareyouwhereareyou.com, or you can tweet at Bait and C, and I'm sure you'd be keen to hear from people, Bay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the next time we come to your ears, we'll be recording from the ferry to the Netherlands, waving bye bye, Britain, and hello, new life. Eek! <laughs> Bye!